1: Joining me now is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Hello, Richard. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Uh, walk me through this. Uh, how much of a challenge is this for the NDP government and the Minister of Labor specifically? Are they actually going to stick with their policy or are they going to try to perhaps uh, bring down that increase uh, ever so slightly?
0: This is a big challenge. And There are competing interests here. We know that uh, this government and this labour minister has been very friendly to the worker. They pride themselves on the fact that this minimum wage has gone uh, from one of the lowest in the country in 2017 to the highest in the country now. And we know they also have a very strong working relationship with the B.C. Federation of Labour and other organisations who are advocating for this minimum wage increase to hit inflation And eventually get to the point of a living wage province-wide. But there's also the pressure coming from the business community. And you described it. uh, They just can't absorb these sort of increases. And the budget was largely void of any big uh, supports for the business community. And now there's this worry that this minimum wage a hike will come and put even more pressure on their bottom line. I spoke to a restaurateur here in uh, Victoria uh, who runs a number of restaurants, including Jones Barbecue, and he said that this is just compounding itself. The things that you mentioned, an extra statutory holiday, five sick days, the employer's health tax, and now if they have to absorb another dollar per hour upon the minimum wage... Uh, That will put even more pressure on the bottom line because they've seen food costs go up, transportation costs go up. All of those costs are going up, and it's just pushing businesses to the brink. And so politically, this is a tough question for the minister because they've made this commitment around inflation. But that was before we saw these ridiculous inflation numbers, as you described. Uh,
1: Any idea when a decision will come? Yeah. At some point in the next few weeks, I'm told
0: uh, the minister's office is working through it now. I would expect it to come in early April. It gives businesses some time to prepare themselves for June 1st. I think everybody knows an increase is coming June 1st. They just don't know how much. And at this point, with margins so thin, especially in that hospitality sector, where we often see minimum wage workers because they also get their top up through tips, the margins are so tight in those industries that businesses need to be able to understand what this will mean. Does it mean they have to increase the price on their menu? Does it mean they have to lay off staff? Uh, What other decisions do they have to make? So I would anticipate the minister will be making this decision uh, publicly, uh, public um, at some point in the next few weeks, likely in early to mid-April.
1: I mean, when you look at what the NDP did, and I've said this at the 3 o'clock hour, I thought the B.C. liberals could have done more to raise uh, minimum wage during their time in power, I thought it was a bit slow, uh, and uh, I, I commend the NDP for doing so. Uh, tying this to inflation, uh, is there any way do you think any political party would try to roll that back or you know do something different with it? I mean, I, I necessarily am not against it. I, I, I think just to help those who are, um, you know, a lot of them maybe part-time workers, a lot of them maybe students were living with parents still. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I don't think anybody's against minimum wage being tied to inflation. No. I think that should be the standard in
0: this country. We see this federally as well, to tie increases to minimum wage. But what we need to see in years like this is government step in with supports. Maybe it is an increase all the way to inflation, but government finds a way to meet businesses halfway or finds another way to provide additional support for business. The fact that business bears the brunt of these increases over time hurts the small business community and so i think that's where we can find a balance here is yes take it to inflation but in years where it goes up to rates that no one was expecting that's where government can step in we we know that there's this record-breaking surplus and yes the government only has till the end of march to spend it and it probably won't end up in the pockets of um, these small business owners but it's also a larger understanding the province does have a strong economy even though there's headwinds ahead, and there may be an ability to help in what is hopefully an anomaly year with these sorts of uh, inflation numbers,
1: uh, I'm very curious. Uh, the Vancouver Board of Trade during the last budget uh, gave the the bu- graded the budget a C minus. You now, basically, I've heard from business organizations they've been, you know, they they haven't attacked the government in a very aggressive way. There've been certain policies they haven't liked, but when I look back to the 1990s, the business community was very, very aggressively challenged the NDP government on everything. This is perhaps a different era, a different time. I don't know. But as you said, there was nothing, it seems, for the business community in the last budget. Do you see a decoupling or at least a business community potentially challenging this government more just because they're not seeing some of those policies they feel they need to see in regards to attracting Uh, capital investment uh, and people, when you talk about adding the employer health tax uh, uh, challenges there in regards to the tax, uh, you've got the stat holiday, you've got sick days, you've got many other issues compounded by some policies from the federal government as well. Do you see a decoupling from the business community where they may be more aggressively challenging some of these government policy and more vocally challenging them?
0: I do wonder, Jaz, this is part of a much bigger issue about how people see their small businesses in their community, right? That there used to be such a strong connection to your local restaurant and local barber and local banker and local bookstore. And that's changed so much with the way that we shop changing and the way our economies have changed and all of that. So... I wonder what sort of pushback we may see from community, but we know that these challenges keep getting greater and greater. It's not just the cost of living. It's other costs. I spoke to the same business owner today. Um, his uh, restaurant is right close to Pandora, which is similar to Vancouver's Hastings. And, you know, they continue to have people, you know, vandalize their storefront. It's just there's so much pressure on businesses all the time now. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, we'll, we'll see. I think there's some public symp- sympathy towards that. But I'm not sure we're seeing that decoupling yet. I think there is still a belief from many businesses that the NDP policies are are, are helping them. Mm-hmm. That, that it's not as um, problematic as we may have seen from uh, previous NDP governments in the 90s in terms of the negative impact on business. I, I don't think we're seeing that quite yet.
1: Oh, fair enough. Now, uh, I'm going to go off on a tangent just for a second. I was talking to Rob <laughs> Shaw, a Czech TV's political correspondent. And of course, he uh, crunched the numbers. He figures there's about $2 billion left in the surplus um, from the provincial government. As We said that they have to spend it by the end of this month, so 10 more days, uh, or it will end up in towards debt payment, uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing either. But our are you hearing anything in regards to whether or not the government's looking at any other expenditures? Or are we going to actually be able to put some money towards debt?
0: Yeah, We may get one more thing before the end of March, but I'm also going to Mexico for a week-long vacation starting Thursday, Jazz. so I haven't really thought much <laughs> about work past that point. So I, I would expect we'll probably get it, but we're not going to get down to zero. There's going to be money that will go towards the debt, but the province will also make it clear that they did their best to take the money that British Columbians overpaid into the system and then use that to uh, pay for programs. And it's been such a wide range, right? Municipalities, uh, transit, uh, B.C. ferries. There's been uh, huge investments all over the place. But I would expect with session next week, we may get one or two more things, but we'll, but we'll have to wait and see to the end of the month uh, to be sure.
1: That's a lot of money to spend in 10 days. I mean, I, could, I have some ideas <laughs> where I'd like to spend.
0: <laughs> yeah, good. But I think you could lot. probably get rid of it pretty
1: quick. <laughs> oh, I would certainly try, that's for sure. Richard, thank you.
0: Yeah, thanks. That my pleasure.